Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you're 21 years old and use nicotine or tobacco, I'm here to tell you about Black Buffalo and how it's redefining tradition for millions of adult consumers. So if you're over 21, consume nicotine or tobacco, and want to join the Black Buffalo herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults aged 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Is the best of two pros in a cup of Joe with LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, and Jonas Knox on Fox Sports Radio. How the hell are we feeling here on a Wednesday, boys? Feeling good. Yeah. Fired yeah. up? Strong intro. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that like was. That. You came in strong today. A lot, a lot of, of enthusiasm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Having myself a, uh, yeah, I liked it. a red I liked eye. It. Drinking a red eye right now. You know what that a is? Red eye. Coffee and an espresso. Oh, wow. It's the only way to do it. Tall a one. Red eye? Yeah. Is that what they call it? I think it's called a red eye. If it's, I've never uh, heard that before in my yeah. life. I think uh, if you go to like uh, Starbucks or somewhere else. Like, Chris, that's called a red eye, correct? That's yes. A, Dan right. Campbell drinks two of them yeah. a day. Yeah. So it's the Dan now, Campbell you, coffee. Did you go to Starbucks? Is that where you went? No. There's nothing open at this time. Make it at oh, home. Okay. Yeah. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. Right. I'm a, just, again, hard hat lunch pail guy. You know, what well, do you expect? Right, but besides the fact you've probably got one of those foofy uh, espresso. I don't machines. actually. I I, oh, okay. I have the old school drip. Uh, there's no. Oh, you got uh, that drip. Yeah, I'm not All one right. of those. I'm not one of those uh, Keurig uh, where you where you old put them in uh, and and you got to do one cup at a time. None of that stuff. Old school. Hard hat lunch pail. You know what I'm talking yeah. about, right? Sticks. You know. Good talk. Uh, all right. It is uh, two pros and a cup of Joe here on Fox Sports Radio. So we have got uh, a lot we are going to get into today. It's going to be a fun one. I can already tell. Uh, let's. Uh, so do you guys want to hear uh, Baker Mayfield is now a member of the Carolina Panthers. And so he and Scott Fitterer, the general manager of Carolina, both uh, spoke yesterday for the first time since the deal was done and completed. Uh, so let's uh, first take a listen to Baker Mayfield talking about his initial reaction to the trade for Deshaun Watson in Cleveland and just his expectations moving forward now that he's a member of Carolina. Pretty unexpected, but you know, if, I, if I'm focused on the past, then I'm not doing my job and being a Carolina Panther now. So I'm, like I said, I'm grateful for my time there. Yeah, shocked. I'd say it was 
pretty much the only way to describe it. No animosity towards Cleveland. It's a good football town that, you know, gave me the first four years of my career and uh, thankful for those, those, you know, trials and tribulations, all the challenges, a lot to learn from and look back on and reflect. I mean, listen, Brady, you've uh, you've had a up close and uh, personal conversation uh, with, uh, you know, with with Baker Mayfield before. I mean, clearly no animosity is going to be held towards Cleveland at all. I mean, th- this seems like an even keel guy. Uh, no grudges held. Uh, never has any sort of a red ass when it comes to anything from his past <laughs> when it comes to his playing career at all. Ever. No, look, I, I, what you're seeing is is him maturing. I, I think over the course of his career in Cleveland, he really did mature. Now, there are certain things that I think he'd even be willing to admit where he's going to wear his heart on his sleeve, his, his emotions on his sleeve. Like, that's just the type of player and person he is. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just you got to be able to take the consequences uh, when, the, when they come along. And I think Cleveland probably didn't want that, you know, the, the more – and look, there was change over the course of his time with the organization – and so there might have been some people within that building that adopted him and, and didn't necessarily, you know, like or weren't a fan of, of some of that, right? Um, and and I'm, I'm sure he's going to bring that to week one if he's the starter <laughs> in Carolina. I can assure you I of can't that. Wait. A, a lot of the stuff he said is true. Like, Cleveland is a great town as far as their sports fans. Like, you know, again, I, I was one of those sports fans growing up a couple hours away. And you, you, lo- you love the Browns. It's a very different organization than what it was when I was growing up, what I rooted for before they moved uh, and since they've come back. But, you know, the reality is the fan base there is is one of the best. They're diehards. They're passionate about it. Um, I think to a point, there's times where they're so passionate about it, you know, they get frustrated if, if things aren't going well. I mean, they've been kind of accustomed to that or used to that. And, you know, I'm sure, again, there was moments where he was frustrated with them too. But the truth is, it, it's a great place um, to go play. It's just, it, it, it doesn't seem to ever really work out there. And I'm not sure if... This will change now with Deshaun Watson. Doesn't appear like this is going to be the year that's going to happen, but maybe at some point in time it will in the future. You know, I was just thinking about this. If you're the NFL, obviously you want your stars to play, and you want you know Deshaun Watson to be on the field. Uh, and, and we've talked about that. That maybe this is part of the approach to where some people feel like the uh, the suspension isn't going to be the season long uh, that a lot of people have thrown out there. If you're the NFL, like second best case scenario. If you can't have Deshaun Watson for week one, isn't it Baker Mayfield on the field against the Browns? Like, as far as an entertainment standpoint goes, I feel like, you know, if you're the NFL, you you could have it worse, depending now that we are still waiting on the suspension for Deshaun Watson. I should say enticing them that you'll have Baker Mayfield on the field. Because there's no no guarantee it won't be Sam Darnold. I think we think it will be. But if you look at the the deal, the Panthers are paying Sam Darnold a lot more than they are paying Baker Mayfield. Hmm. I mean, what would you say? Uh, If there were betting odds right now and you were a bookmaker, all right, being a former quarterback in the NFL and you're a bookmaker and Baker Mayfield gets to camp and he's got this much time to get ready, where would you put the odds at that Baker Mayfield's a starter week one? I I would honestly say it's a 50-50. And the reason why I say that is I, I think the talent between Sam and Baker is pretty equal. Um, someone was talking about, you know, since both Sam and, and Baker came in the NFL, I believe they're one and two for interceptions. I mean, even if you look at their career, now, now in saying that, I do I, I do believe Baker's got a lot more touchdowns or more touchdown passes, but I would say they're, they're, 
they've, they're kind of equal in, in a lot of ways. And so with the move that Carolina made, even though they're paying Sam Darnold more, clearly they made the move for a reason. So I think it's a coin flip. I think it honestly comes down to Matt Rule and who he feels gives him the best chance to win. And I know people will say, like, this doesn't matter, but it does. Like, in the back of Matt Rule's mind, he has to be still viewing Baker Mayfield in a manner in which, hey, I watched – like, this guy beat me. Like, I remember 2017. Like, he beat me. I remember what that guy was back in college. I, I know what he's got in him. I want to see what he's capable of with this roster. Now, the only unthing, unfair thing that is to Sam Darnold is, you know, he's, he wasn't playing with 100% roster either last year when he was playing. And now you do have Christian McCaffrey back. So there's, you know, I think it's also a coin flip, but I, I would love to see the storyline of Baker Mayfield starting against Cleveland. I just don't know if we're going to get it. Mm. I don't know, man. I, I think Baker Mayfield has been put in position where he almost, in a way, he has to start. And and I know that he, you know, based off of contracts, he's he's not the money guy. But I, I, not know, even I, close, I think, actually, if you look at the numbers. Not even close. I just think that they brought him in because I think they know what they have in Sam Darnold. I don't think that they make this move with everything, all the moving parts. I mean, we talked about for months ad nauseum, why hasn't Baker Mayfield moved yet? Why hasn't something happened with Baker Baker Mayfield? And this is the team that, that made things work and made things happen. I think that in itself alone says that there are more, more factors here at play than just if Baker and, and Sam Darnold are, are comparable. If I'm taking that bet, I'm taking odds on favorite being being Baker Mayfield to be the starter. And the only reason why I would say that is, again, I think that Matt Rule is is really – I think he's he's coaching this season for his job. And, and I don't think that – I don't I – don't, just assuming you don't bring in a guy with the type of personality, a big personality – in the way that Baker Mayfield is. I just don't think you bring him into your locker room and and disrupt it. Like, I don't think that it's about him being a disruptive force. I think his name and his presence in him, the way he's come in there, I think that becomes disruptive to the quarterback situation because, obviously, what is Matt Corral thinking now? What is Sam Darnold thinking now? They're thinking that they brought Baker Mayfield in here to be the starting quarterback. And, and I, I kind of think that that's what it's going to be. Now, uh, Scott Fitterer, the general manager of the Carolina Panthers, he did talk because there were some reports about Baker Mayfield's maturity that, uh, you know, we talked about the, the report from the AP that uh, he was childish, a locker room divider, et cetera, et cetera. Here was the Panthers GM uh, dispelling some of the concerns about Baker Mayfield. A lot of people really went to bat for, for Baker. I think there are a lot of circumstances why things happen. And obviously, a lot of things are said that get out in the media that isn't exactly how it happened. But uh, we're very comfortable with uh, with Baker. We're excited to add him to the room and uh, look forward to working with him. There it is. I mean, listen, every, every, we, we are all ready to go here. Every, every, no concerns whatsoever. We are ready to go. Let's just go ahead and speed this thing up. Can we get like an isolated 
extended camera shot on just the quarterback competition in Carolina for training camp? Is that a possibility? I think it's the most fascinating battle of all training camp as far as going into like just seeing those two guys uh, try and figure this whole thing out while Matt Corral's there, uh, you know, just kind of hanging in the, in the background going, all right, well, if you know, I guess just I got drafted. I'm going to let them and, kill each other and yeah. I'm going to try to be the last one standing. Right. Isn't yeah. P.J. Walker still on the team, though? <laughs> I, I, well, yeah, I, I think it has. I mean, look, you got to prepare a starter. It'll be Bayfield and Darnold taking most of the reps. I mean, I, I think the one definitive thing was LeVar, your boy, probably ain't get a shot this year as a rookie if they're bringing in Baker. Unless they move Sam Darnold, maybe it'll be different. But um, I, I think the contrast of just personalities, you know, Sam Darnold from the time I was around, a much more like laid back Cali guy, not the type to stir things up. Like Baker wants to stir things up. Like he, I bet he's one of those quarterbacks where like when you're out there and, and he's making throws, like he's going to let people know how good that throw was. You know, <laughs> he, he's going to, he's going to let people know like when he's dicing up the defense or, you know, if he makes a play, he's going to make sure the other quarterbacks know that too. Some dudes just go about their business. Other Others like need to let you know about it, and I've always viewed that as like a little bit of a you know they got some some sort of insecurities, um, but that contrasting style will be interesting to see how it plays out in the quarterback room because you've basically put two guys who and the quarterback room is such like a, a delicate thing once you get into the season, two guys that think they should be starting and want to be starting. And yet they're going to be competing, battling, and whoever loses out on that job is thinking in the back of my mind: the second this dude screws up, I'm going in. Like it's my it's my shot, my opportunity, and that's not usually a quarterback room that's conducive to like helping each other, right? And however that works, so I don't know. These 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 scenarios usually never work out overly well, um, you know, in in the grand scheme of how the team's going to perform. I almost think it really matters to like how their O line plays. Because their own line struggled, and Darnold's the more mobile of the two, and and if he gives you the best chance for that reason, and being there and having chemistry with some of the guys, you know who knows how that's going to be. I mean, Rashard Higgins is on the roster. Maybe that helps a little bit uh, for Baker getting up to speed. But it's going to be fun to watch. That's for sure. I wish I wish this was the group. By the way, they were doing hard knocks on. I 100 percent agree. Like why? Why not? They, they fit all the criteria. I mean, see if you can make that happen. It doesn't HBO have like an HBO Max? or an HBO 2 like can, can't they do a second version just of hard knocks pivot and just yes. say hey we 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 you know we decided to go with a We're different flex. cat want panthers <laughs> they flex lines. out flex, flex out hard knocks yeah. <laughs> hey you know looking at this this scenario I, I i really think when when this all plays out just just thinking about the idea that Christian McCaffrey becomes probably the most he becomes the most watched player because, if you recall, Darnold had – he started off really well when, when McCaffrey was in there. They didn't fall off the rails until McCaffrey went down with that injury. I just wonder how much – is he going to play that big of a role in them being successful, whoever's that quarterback? And can he stay, stay healthy enough for them to get on a roll and get on a roll early on? That would be interesting to me because, again, having that safety valve is super important. That was vital in Cleveland for Baker Mayfield. You know, having yeah. Chubb was was very, very vital to, to the success that Baker Mayfield was able to have as well. So it will be interesting to see at the running backs position that has become Which, very minimum you know, is, is plays out that way for, for Baker or for Darnold. Which really is in the hands of Olivia Culpo. So, 
I mean, literally we'll just, in the hand. I mean, literally. Like, uh, yeah. I mean, well, well, we'll have to see how, how you know, Jeez. how healthy he's able. I'm just saying, man, he's had – Chris McCaffrey's had a bad run of health since he's uh, – since that whole – you know, situations are going. Uh, I, I was waiting for uh, who was who was going to point that out first. And let me tell you something. Uh, give me the injury riddled seasons all you want. If I'm if I got that to go home to, I'll, I'm yeah. glad I'm good here. Uh, I mean, it might be an incentive to have the uh, the injury riddled seasons. <laughs> he already got paid. It's not like he's waiting on I mean, a contract extension. Does he, he have already a split in his contract, Lavar? I mean, if if you don't, all right, well, <laughs> still getting paid. I'm not touching this. Well, what do you well, mean? I mean, uh, uh oh. <laughs> oh man! Do we still have that drop? Do we still? Have- oh, Carl Lewis. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, he, uh, yeah, Carl's uh, in in the system somewhere. I, I would just say this: you guys, you guys have talked about this before. How it's all about where you get drafted to. If you need Exhibit A and One A of why that holds true in the NFL, these two guys were just drafted in the top three four years ago, and now they're both fighting for their careers on the same team. I was just looking through this. Baker's been through four head coaches in four years. It's crazy. Granted, that, that counts Greg Williams as an interim. I mean, dude, I went through two head coaches, three general managers, Cleveland, three years. I mean, it's like you can't make this stuff up. Um, but then I was thinking with Darnold, though, because he went through two at the Jets and then obviously Matt Rule now, so technically I guess three and four. But – it's just hard. I mean, it's hard to have stability. Like, I always try to to take like other jobs or other careers outside of football to get people to understand this. Um, and and so, like, imagine like your manager changes over like every single year as you're starting to make headway with that one to impress them to move up or to get the promotion. It's like it's hard to do that if the new guy comes in. He's like, well, why should I give you a promotion? I don't know you. Uh, it seems like you have a good track record, but I'd like to see it. A year from now, that guy gets canned. The next guy comes in. Why should give you a promotion i don't know you it's just like it's the same thing i was just talking to a player last night who was with the raiders in camp and and he was you know on special teams all stuff went through some injuries and 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 i was like yeah man i was like well the hardest thing is you know once you once you can't find any footing in the nfl you need you need an advocate you need someone who's a head coach general manager someone who's like i believe in this guy right and and I said, unfortunately, you know, I said, unfortunately, you know, you have John Gruden was the head coach. And he's not going to be the head coach anymore in the NFL. I was like, I'm sorry, man. Like, you, you know, you got to find another shot, another opportunity where somewhere else you can kind of build back up that equity because it, it ain't happening with, with them anymore. Um, but that's the, that's the reality of, of what it is, I think, for a lot of these guys. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield 
wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service, they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away, and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Job searching can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, applications that vanish. It's time for a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of Express Employment Professionals, and Express helps people find all kinds of jobs, from manual manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more getting an interview with express can be as easy as a phone call and with just one application with express employment professionals you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community make your job search easier by letting the professionals at express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team express employment professionals is your one connection for getting a job visit expresspros.com today If you're 21 years old and use nicotine or tobacco, I'm here to tell you about Black Buffalo and how it's redefining tradition for millions of adult consumers. So if you're over 21, consume nicotine or tobacco and want to join the Black Buffalo herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults aged 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Pirelli tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their pirelli test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be I was going to hear Nick Saban uh, talk about uh, some concerns he has in the world of college football. Uh, so, uh, so Saban was on the always college football. Uh, you know, he was as speaking about uh, just the situation with the super conferences potentially coming up, his time in the NFL, and just overall his concerns and what the landscape could look like moving forward with college football. Mega conferences are probably here to stay and you know market share market you know there's there's a lot of that involved and why are we doing what we're doing my biggest concern is competitive balance 
You know, the NFL, which I was involved in for eight years, every rule that they have is to create competitive balance. And if they could have every team go eight and eight, so at the end of the season, every team was playing their last game to get in the playoffs, they would be ecstatic. Because how much fan interest does that create? You know, how, how much TV ratings and all the things that go into all these things. We don't have any guardrails on what we're doing right now. All right. So we have no restrictions on who can do what. Some people are going to be capable of doing certain things. Other people are not going to be capable. The bottom line is, is we'll lose competitive balance, which everything we've always done in college football is to maintain competitive balance. Same scholarship. Everybody had to play by the same rules and whether it was recruiting or whatever. All right. So um, right now, that, that's not that that's not how it is. So there was uh, Nick Saban talking with Greg McElroy on uh, always college football. Um, and look, it seems like it, it does. He's making some good points uh, there. There things are changing. I just. Like, how do, you, how do you fix it? Like, if he wants to even the playing field, college, there's so many teams. Is it ever going to be even? Or you, is it just going to be a case where you have it's your – It's never been even in college football. Like, let's start there. You can have it, Brady, and you can rock with it. But, like, just know this going into the conversation. There has never been competitive balance in college. Ever. Ever. So well, I mean, you, you, can, yeah. you can make that same case for the NFL, right? I mean, the attraction of, for example, a big city versus small city, what, what, what's the biggest difference outside of maybe quality of life? Well, marketing. If you go to New York, you're a much bigger asset to any company that wants to advertise than if you go to a smaller market. So that's more enticing for free agents, right? And, and you know, let's say you go to a, you're in a state income tax state that doesn't have a state income tax, Right. That's more enticing for free agents. So, like, you can start to kind of look at, like, how you can go about even at the pro level where, you know, Nick Saban points out they, they do try to create parity as much as possible, but it's impossible. I mean, you got owners who are actively involved and do a good job, some that aren't, but they have a good structure and they're able to be successful. And then you've got some that are absentee and their, their team stinks. Or you got some that meddle too much and they still stink. So it doesn't matter whether it's the pro level or college level. To LeVar's point, you know, it's, it's not going to be equal. It never has been equal, even though you try to create rules to create parity. You know, I, I think, look, what Nick Saban's bringing up in regards to what's happening in college football right now needing guardrails, he's right. If, if you look at, you know, how things are operating from state to state, from university to university, in regards to name, image, and likeness, they're different because the state laws are different. And the university's interpretations of even those laws or the rules that the NCAA has, has set forth are different. And if, and if everyone's operating differently because they don't know what those rules are necessarily, then, yeah, you're creating an unlevel playing field. Um, but – Again, it's, it's always existed to some degree, but I think most – like my, my fear is, and, and someone has said this to me before, like what happens if a young kid blows through all his NIL money? Like there's a part of me that says, well, that's a learning lesson for him, 
right? Like that's one of those unfortunate realities of you hope that doesn't happen. You hope the kids, their parents, people are educated enough to not blow through whatever money they're making at NIL. But it's the you reality know that's of gonna it. It's going to happen. 100%. Yeah. You know it's going. No, and, 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 and the question is like who's responsible? Right? Like, we ask the question this yeah. all the time. Like, who's responsible for it? Is it the school? Is it the company that paid them? Is it the collective? Is it the student athlete and the parents? And so that's the hard thing is, is like, they're looking – it's almost like you're looking for, you know, safeguards or guardrails on it so that they can't blame anyone when the crap hits the fan. But the truth of the matter is, I mean, you got to be accountable at some point. Right, whether it goes on the student athlete or the parents, and how they're they're going about doing this, but we got here because we had bad leadership at the at the NCAA, at the conference level in some ways, and and now it's pushed us to a point where, you know, we need we're gonna have to need some some. Let's just put it this way: people who are in positions of power in college football, whether that's conference commissioners, or even the NCAA, or, or some other you know governing body that's created to come in and actually make sacrifices. Like people who don't have to make sacrifices, but make sacrifices in order to allow other schools to be competitive and other schools to actually, you know, find some parity in all of this before it gets it goes too far. Do you think that's going to happen? Or is it no. we're going to get ours and you guys figure it out on your own? That's how it's always been. Yeah. Well, it feels like that's how been. the last year has been. I mean, that's what recruiting wars are. You look at, like, the budgets that different schools have with re- recruiting budgets. They're vastly different by school. So, I mean, that's some people fly commercial. Some people fly private. Some people fly, fly first class. Some people fly southwest. I mean, that's budgets are different. Budgets are different. Things that people have to offer. I was just on record. Man, was it last year, a year, maybe two years? Just talking about how the votes at Penn State to to approve fifty million, I want to say it was, I believe it was fifty million, right? And it was like pooling teeth to to convince the the board and and people who were voting on it, and as to how important it was to be able to create upgrades to the facilities, and and fifty thousand or fifty million. Is that's I mean, in the grand scheme of things, that's not a lot. That's not a high number compared to what some of these other schools are pouring into building out their facilities. So when you're talking about the competitive nature of what takes place and trying to get people um, these these prospects, the one I call it your workforce. Right. You want to create a an environment where your when you bring in your workforce to recruit them. They don't want to go. They want to stay there. So they put, you know, arcade games in there. They put, you know, the shooting, the basketball games. They they have the – now they've gone into more um, specific performance, specific places in, in the facilities where you can go in there and, and they can look at the mechanics of how the quarterback is throwing the ball and and all these different things that measure, like, the, the, the amount of force – pulling the bar up versus the amount of force coming down. So you're using science to, to show how you won't get hurt when you're working out or, you know, you have full, fully loaded places to eat food and snacks and this, that, and the other that are all there. You have podcasting and media places like 
they are building out fully functional, like basically facilities that you don't have to leave at all. So, so it's always going to be, uh, uh, there's going to be differences in, in programs and there's going to be a school that supports doing this more than others. Right. So then there's that idea of it. Like what's the school president thinking? What's the school AD thinking? There's so many moving parts to this. You're not going to be able to get all of these people from all these different backgrounds to be on the same page as to what parody looks like for college sports. Just do you think Saban's like feels threatened, almost concerned? Like, man, I, I've had this whole thing figured out for so long. This is a new wrinkle into everything, and I've got to adjust how I how I handle things moving forward. Because yeah, I mean, he's going to be seventy one years old. I, I just wonder how much longer he wants to do this for, with everything changing like it is. What, that's what critics are going to say. They're going to say this is all born out of the fact that all oh, the 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 you know field is leveled now it's a level playing field because nil it allows other schools to compete or other schools have been doing this under the table to you know induce recruits you know now it's now it's legal and you're able to do this like well no technically it's it's still not legal to do that (laughs) but regardless it's it's still here in some capacity or, or one shape or form i i honestly don't think at this point in time in his career i mean he's the greatest college football coach of all time it's not even a debate yeah and so I don't think that he's doing this because he's worried about his competitive advantage. I think he's doing this because he's sitting back and looking at it and saying, this is not going to end well. Like the direction it's heading, it's going to drastically change how things appear to college football, the fan base, the masses, student athletes, and all that. And, and we need someone to step up and someone to step in. So I, I don't view it as that way. I'm, I'm sure, again, critics and people who hate the dominance of Alabama or, or don't like Nick Saban will try to accuse him of that. But he's got as good a perspective as anyone. He's coached at both levels. And I think he understands, and his point by comparing to the NFL and the parity they try to implement is that he's been there, and so he understands what college fo- where college football's at as compared to the NFL. And he's basically saying to you, look – we're headed towards a pro model, but we don't have the same things in place to allow it to operate in that fashion. And, and that's what I think he's more speaking to. It's uh, two pros and a cup of Joe here, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, LeVar, I just didn't mean to cut you off there. So. No, go ahead. I, I, I was, all I was going to say was you, you're talking about in college sports, you're, you're, you're positioning the people that you hire based off of their ability to connect to the community that you're hiring them to. So if it's Nick Saban, you brought Nick Saban in because you believe that he appeals to the community that you're bringing them into and the donors and boosters and sponsors are going to come. That's how these things have generally been handled. You're hiring a coach that is like generally head coaches are more so figureheads. And and so when you have that that element at play is to who can organize the fan base, who can who can bring the fan base together, the local businesses, the, the national businesses, who has that cachet. And and so to me, it just now intensifies because it's not it's not so obscure now to have the conversations about why you need funding. It's not obscure. 
So it's almost like it's almost like head coaches in football are going to become literally like presidents, like the president of the university, because they're going to have to manage the 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 citizens. They're going to have to manage the 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 budgets. They're going to have to manage a lot of different things, even though they might not be the main people who are directly making those decisions. They are going to have a Nick Saban might be having this conversation because he stressed the hell out. There's going to be so many people asking, pulling them this direction, pulling them that direction. He probably already has that. Right. So the fact that it's now not obscure and the NIL turns this into a whole nother deal where you have to talk in a different language, a different lingo. It wasn't it wasn't so in your face before. And you could make jokes about it and you could have fun about it and and and, and say that, you know, we're gonna do what we need to do to make our school the best school, you know, and, and our representation of it, you know, that we can. It's now it's it's really a different game now it's it's probably like he said it's probably reminding him of what his time was like in the national football league and we all know he he had some good success he wasn't bad in the nfl but he went back to college so and and that's there's there's going to be a different level of accountability a, a different way of having to lead for these coaches and and i man look here I don't think that that's going to be easy to navigate. So, of course, you're going to see someone like like Nick Saban feeling a certain type of way and putting out these concerns about where where college, you know, athletics, where college football is going. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern. 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, it's me, Rob Parker. Check out my weekly MLB podcast, Inside the Parker, for 22 minutes of piping hot baseball talk featuring the biggest names and newsmakers in the sport. Whether you believe in analytics or the eye test, we've got all the bases covered. New episodes drop every Thursday, so do yourself a favor and listen to Inside the Parker with Rob Parker on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros.
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Job searching can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, applications that vanish. It's time for a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of Express Employment Professionals, and Express helps people find all kinds of jobs, from manual manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more getting an interview with express can be as easy as a phone call and with just one application with express employment professionals you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community make your job search easier by letting the professionals at express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team express employment professionals is your one connection for getting a job visit expresspros.com today if you're 21 years old and use nicotine or tobacco, I'm here to tell you about Black Buffalo and how it's redefining tradition for millions of adult consumers. So if you're over 21, consume nicotine or tobacco and want to join the Black Buffalo herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults aged 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Continental Tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Continental test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. I want to welcome in Petros Papadakis. He is the co-host of the Petros and Money Show on the Blowtorch, oh, yeah. AM570 LA Sports, also an analyst for Fox and their college football coverage, and he's a good friend of this show. Every Wednesday, the old P on Twitter. Petros, it's happening. Good morning. Good morning. How are you Pops? Hello, everybody. Hello. <laughs> uh, Petros, don't sound too excited, Pep. Yeah, come on. Aren't you uh, fired up? All-Star game coming to L.A.? I, mean, I don't uh, know. Cause... Somebody just said they're going to bring back the mask mandate, and I'm, I'm livid. <laughs> Are you being serious? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, it's wow. all right. I woke up to that, and it made me angry. Yeah, but you know there is a, there is good news. Um, you know what? you're going to have all baseball luminaries in town coming up here. Uh, you obviously on the uh, the home of the Dodgers, AM five seventy LA Sports. Uh, I just feel like a wall to wall coverage of the All Star Game uh, in the next week. So yeah, you know it's interesting because you'd think that because we're the Dodger station and the All Star Game is at Dodger Stadium that we'd be all over it or something. And in a certain way, we are as the AM 570. I think we're carrying all the home run derby and all that stuff on the air on on our station. But it's really interesting because the all-star game 
is run by MLB, just like the World Series and the playoffs are run by MLB. So all the stuff, all the currency that you have at the stadium, like your credential and all that stuff, it doesn't mean anything. It's rendered useless because the MLB has taken over. And then that becomes a big cluster F rank-pulling rank thing between the two TV networks. Because who puts on the home run derby? Aspen. Yes. Yeah. And they Aspen. kick Fox out, right? They kick Fox out. They say, get out of here. We're doing the home run derby. And then Chris Berman. And, bark, 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 bark. <laughs> and then the next day, Fox comes in and kicks all the Aspen people out and screams at them. So it's a real rank-pulling extravaganza. It's a crank-measuring contest. It really is, and it's really much wow. more of a national event. So if, you, if you're a local schlub like myself, worried about a local mask mandate, then, uh, then you're probably not, uh, not having the access that you think. I mean, we're fighting to get Vassay in there. And I mean, really? He, yeah, he works with the Dodgers, travels with the Dodgers, but the Dodgers aren't in control of the all-star game. Now we have tickets to give away on our show and stuff like that. But as far as our access goes, it's not. And, and not that I'm lamenting that because how much do I care about the all-star game and who makes it and who doesn't make it and all of that? Not much, (laughs) but, Uh. but it only comes around in your town once in a lifetime, generally or twice. So, it would be kind of cool to go, but I'm not sweating it too. Was bad. that was that an invite? No, I'm not going. I have no invite. Oh, I mean, I have to tickets to give away, but I'd have to, I'd have to take the tickets away from my listeners and go. Yeah, and that wouldn't be. I was there. saying, was that an invite for us to go with you with the tickets that you? But had? I have nothing. Oh, that's that's horrible. I just explained to you that I'm a local loser and I have nothing. And then you don't just ask you. me if I'm inviting you. That, How can hey, I invite hey, you to something I have no access to? I don't. I don't believe you. I, you're not a local nobody, bro. Like bro. you're the guy. Whatever I am, I will not be at the All Star game. All right. Well, then I'm not going either. So, yeah. are you guys going to go? No, I'm not. I just no. told what you I'm not going to go. Do you care? No. no. Does Brady care? No. Plus, we we got to. I mean, we got to wake up so early for this show that uh, the social life during the week just does not exist anymore. Yeah, you so, stare at the clock all night. It's yeah. terrible. It's a terrible way. To <laughs> it learn. is. It is rough. <laughs> can I can I ask you about USC Trojans and and this Addison business? It like <laughs> here's my thing, guy. right? Here, here's here's my thing, right? Like. Is it almost like USC football is is such a commodity that the gossip and rumor mill and and everything that's connected to USC is it's just everything is put in the public. What type of house Lincoln Riley's got? What type of contract? Who's coming in? This is why they're coming. It seems to be way more detail that surrounds the USC football team and, and its its contributors than any other team in, in college football sports. Well, I mean, they're here, and Fox is here, and Fox has a relationship with USC. So that's part of it, kind of like Oregon okay. had that longtime relationship with ESPN. I think another part of it, number one, when you say, is USC, I don't know what USC is. I don't know who these guys are, what they're going to play together like, 
what Lincoln Riley looks like coaching in a zombie Pac-12. I mean, it is a giant mystery and a huge question mark. When it comes to Addison, the Bolitnikoff receiver who's coming from Pittsburgh, and they took Carson Palmer's number when they never should have asked him or even put him in that position. We talked about that. And now, reportedly, according to the Bro Bible and some recruiting expert over the weekend, Addison is pissed because there were broken promises, apparently, with his NIL, and he's not getting what he thinks he's getting. And I know what that's like. I know what it's like to run sprints and lift weights all summer in South Central L.A. where no one cares about you. That's the, the off-season at USC. And all the people, the boosters that promised you everything are on a yacht in Corsica, and you are running <laughs> 16 half-gassers in, in 12 seconds with a 30-second rest after eight. So I understand the frustration there. And this is what USC – I mean, you, 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 you get what you – you get back what you give, Right. If USC is going to act like a front runner and talk about all this stuff before they even win a football game under Lincoln Riley, the only reason anybody knew about Lincoln Riley's house, LeVar, is that USC put it out there. They right. put it out. That one they put out there themselves. It's all this offseason self-congratulation, mutual masturbation that is a <laughs> little bit – I mean, it, it, it's a little bit disconcerting. Now, I do agree with the USC move to the Big Ten. I, I feel like it was something they had to do that any of the teams offered that deal and the Pac-12 would have taken it. And USC and UCLA got the offer because of who they are and where they are and all of that. But but what is this current entity of USC? Who in God's name is going to step up as a leader on a team that seems to be a group of mercenaries at this point? I have no idea. So it, it, it will be interesting. Maybe they'll be very good. I expect them to be better. But why? Uh, they have a lot of enablers in town and a lot of like the guy that writes for the L.A. Times that got the beat writer is basically just like a propagandist. He's like a full on cheerleader. He shouldn't have his job. I mean, it is absolutely mind boggling how bad the coverage is, how drooling and how uh positive and unjournalist like the coverage is and i'm not a journalist but i expect the freaking beat writer for the la times to cover the team a little bit more uh honestly but uh, they have a lot of people that give them access and they they give them access and it's kind of like uh it's like a ring around the rosy of dorks <laughs> you know when, when you mentioned the carson palmer and the giving up the the number three so jordan addison can have it and you know i i saw a quote from palmer where it was something like well yeah, you know he's gonna long, play, yeah he didn't yeah, you think he wrote that quote it's like here but the, the part about it i think is hilarious is like carson palmer's gonna say no you can't have my job no, they like, put him in a terrible position yeah, it's awful like he had no choice but to say yes otherwise he looks like the bitter old guy who doesn't want to give up uh, his mean, jersey to the to the new kid in town here's part of the usc thing there's this guy who worked for mike bone named brandon sosna some annoying like assistant ad why should we even know who that is well, he came out here and they told every newspaper how special he was and what a great innovator he was and how he was the guy that's going to drag football into the future. And then all of a sudden he took an ops job with the Detroit Lions this offseason. Like that guy that we had to read all these goddamn articles about is literally calling to find out when the buses are going to be there to pick up the Lions for camp. That guy. <laughs> like, I mean, and it's like, what about all this drooling coverage for the last two years? It's all... BS. 
until you take the field and win games and actually prove your birthright. I can't take it. This off-season stuff is 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 gone way out of control. I mean, there's a big article about Caleb Williams and how he pulled this off and all the money coming in and all that. It's like, <laughs> dude, put on the uniform. Play one game in the uniform before I have to read this crap. <laughs> right. All right. Is that a good answer? I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah, yeah great. I mean, I don't think it's you bad at all. You asked me a question. <laughs> it's great. Sense. Because I, here's here's the thing. A lot of people will, and, and I've listened to you and Matt, obviously, for years. I listened to you at the uh, what is now the Mandarin Station years ago, Petros. That's how love far that back station. I go down. Uh, so you, your love for USC is because of your, your family tradition, like your history there. Well, I grew up like, you know, it's it's kind of like part of something that's in your identity that you didn't have a choice. Like I grew up on the sideline in the locker room, serving the team at my dad's restaurant, stuff like that. Uh, I don't know if you call it love or, or anything like that anymore. I mean, I just exist in the world, but it's really hard. Like Colin Cowherd, who is a colleague of ours, going on the air every day and doing this weird USC kind of uh, show or whatever he's doing. Like, it's like a vaudeville USC dance show. And it's it's disgusting. I mean, it's almost like trolling people like me. <laughs> and it's, uh, it's, it's hard to swallow the modern. It was really hard to swallow USC the last 10 years. It might even be harder now. Let's see him play. Uh, uh... <sighs> I'm looking at this season, and pops, you got to tell me on this one. With the NIL, everybody's expecting Texas A&M to be this juggernaut of a football team. I still have the belief that the teams that are going to be good are going to be the teams that are going to be good. I don't really see that changing too the much. The teams that are going to be good, Lavar, are the teams that are the, the way that are built the way we know how to build a football team, right? It, it, it's not nil money, right? No, no, they're developed players that play together and play for each other, and you have to have talent and skill and good coaching and wherewithal in the fourth said quarter. This. All that I'm so crap. so glad you said this. Yep. I, mean, well, I, I mean, look, was, AT, was, was A&M poor when they hired Jimbo Fisher for like $40 billion? <laughs> I mean, a, the same people that are paying the A&M players now were paying the A&M players before. It's not any different. Texas A&M has always been one of the richest schools and one of the most uh, mobile financial schools in in the college football world. That hasn't uh, equated championships. It, it doesn't mean it's going to bring championships. If hype was a currency, USC would be Scrooge McDuck uh, swimming uh-huh. around in money. Instead, right. they're so broke, they just left their conference. Uh, wow. So, yeah, I think good, good football teams are still – look, there's a reason Alabama complete, competes every year because they probably run a 50-play run drill once a week. <laughs> Am I wrong? Nine on seven? No, and, you're and, probably and, right. And, and the pro scouts say, man, is the linebacker or the running back or whatever, he's from Alabama. We got to really check with the doctor and make sure his body's right because they put him in a meat grinder there. But that's how they make their football team. I mean, that's why they're good. So it's a double-edged sword, but most of this stuff, it's like, we gave this guy a million dollars. Why didn't he catch the ball? It's like because it's the same guy, it's the same ball, and it's the same crowd, and he's 19. Shut up.
Uh, right. <laughs> uh, Petrus, you on later today? You and Matt on today? Yes. Yeah, a little abbreviated version. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if I can talk with a mask on. Well, that's. <laughs> well, I'm you know, be... I mean, to be an effing mouth breather and to live in these times. <laughs> It's just a terrible thing. <laughs> it really is. Yeah, it's it's a shame. But uh, to be yeah. a mouth breather on the radio, anyway, is it's been hard for me. Yeah, but hey, you've you've carved out a hell of a career, and uh, and I, I'm honored to be on the undercard because I'm going to be filling in with uh, Fred Rogan uh, later on today. So I'm going to be right, on the undercard. Yeah, AM five seventy on right. sports. Me and you, Petros. How about that? Tell, hey, tell Fred to suck it. <laughs> oh, wow. oh, wow. Get him on Twitter at the old Bye, P. LeVar. We are. All right. Hey, Pitt State, baby. <laughs> there he is, uh, the great yeah. Petros Papadakis, uh, co-host of the Petros and Money Show on the Blowtorch, AM570 LA Sports, also an analyst for Fox and the coverage of college football there. Uh, always uh, always a fun ride with Petros. Never yeah. quite sure where the conversation is going to go. And that's okay. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. yeah. You got to be who you are. Especially when you got to be you. Especially when he's got a red ass when he comes on and he's upset about the uh, new potential mask uh, mandate out there. You know, got to love it. Yeah, got to let it happen. Yeah. yeah. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in Coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. Viking. Committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, cultural enrichment, and all-inclusive fares. Discover more at Viking.com. What do the most successful growing businesses have in common? They're working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started.